What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Live here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are live on YouTube, so as always, get involved in the live chat. I am Scott Carney. I am hosting duties tonight for Club Live. Makes a makes a change. And joining me is Ali Pearson. Ali, how's it going, mate? Not so bad. It's a bit weird just having two of us on a Friday night. Usually at least there's yeah. three of us, but only two of us tonight. But no, looking forward to tomorrow, Saturday, three o'clock. Um, I think the last time I had a Saturday 3 o'clock kick-off, I it was a, must have been a while ago when we actually look back. Don't ask me the kind of things, mate, I've got no idea. <laughs> um, Scotia might be making a cameo later on in, in the podcast, just so you know, he might make an appearance. Um, he's currently on his way home from work, so he might be here, and Ryan won't be here. As simple as that, as simple as that. So, yes, uh, before we get into things, shameless plug, as always, uh, to support the podcast to reach the next level, you can join the YouTube channel for as little as 99p a month. You can also buy the podcast a coffee and join the Coffee Buying Legend membership via buymeacoffee.com. All the links for that are in the description for this podcast. And you can also donate via the live chat as well if you go to the super chat function. Yeah, you can do it that way if you wish to do so. So, Alec, we'll get into Rangers things. And first, before I go into this, Hello, chat. It's good to see you all. I appreciate it. There is only two of us. Um, Ali and myself are not very good at multitasking. I will try my hardest to get to your comments when I can, but unfortunately, I need to listen to what Ali's actually saying, which, again, is a new thing for me, but um, I'm, I'm trying to get used to that. So I'll get to your comments when I can. But, yeah, I thank you all for, for joining us. Ali, we'll start with uh, Alan McGregor's testimonial. Uh, Rangers were beat by two goals to one by Newcastle United at a, a pretty packed Ibrooks on Tuesday night. What was your your thoughts on on the game overall, mate? And probably more the turnout, mate. First of all, yeah, fantastic turnout. Um, even the Newcastle fans, I, I thought were brand new. I met up with them with um, with Fraser, who's coming to the game just before. A couple of guys he knows coming up for the game, and in amongst the town and down Paisley Road and the Loud, and they were all in amongst it. They were good fun, the, the Newcastle fans, the full broom loan. It was a good atmosphere, 50,000. Obviously, for Al McGregor, I, I thought it was a fantastic turnout for a, a Tuesday night 
quarter to eight kickoff. Um, that was fantastic. The, the game overall, I don't. Wasn't great as a spectator to watch the game. I don't think the first half I thought they passed us about the park. To be honest, um, you can see the class. And you, they're a very good team, Newcastle. It's um, you can tell they're well drilled, well coached. I keep thinking Newcastle for two seasons ago when they weren't very great, but mm. under Eddie Howe and obviously they've had finances pumped into them. They're a very good team. Um, but no, it was a good, it was a good, um, a good run out for us. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much agree, mate. With the with the first half, I had a quick reaction when I got back to the uh, when I get back to the car, and yeah, it was they did dominate. I think you, you're right that you you forget that they finished. Was it fourth they finished fourth, last season? Yeah. I mean, that's no mean feat to do that in the Premier League, to be honest. And they have really had a, a complete change of a, a complete change of kind of fortune leadership, direction, all of everything you could imagine. I think they've they've completely changed around. Obviously they've got new owners as well. And yeah, I was I was impressed with them. I look I wasn't expecting Rangers to really dominate the game at any point um on Tuesday night because of who you're playing. You've got to remember you're playing preseason or not. I, I wasn't I wasn't expecting Rangers to be um Kind of dominating in possession anyway. Um, the first half, mate, we've seen the kind of the most that we've seen with the the new the new signings. See, we were kind of lined up a four three three, mate. At times, it looked like Campbell was kind of playing a false nine, and then kind of Shima and Lammers, but they were all kind of rotating, like we like we trying to try and do, and uh, within the front line. But the the midfield three of um, uh, Lundstrom, Jack and uh, Dow was to start off with. I think maybe the first half, mate, was maybe a wee bit of an eye on maybe the Champions League to an extent, but Bill was probably very aware that we weren't going to dominate much of the ball and I think that's probably why Jack and Lundstrom maybe got the nod ahead of Raskin. Look, again, everybody's at a different stage of pre-season. I do understand, I do understand that, but I think from the lineup on itself, it looked like he was he was prepared to give Newcastle United the ball. Um, but even at that, mate, I think we've seen glimpses of the new signings. Now, is there any one of them in particular um, that you like to look of? You enjoyed seeing? Looking forward to seeing more of? Uh, it's, it's difficult because it's the first game in pre-season really that we've played in front of the fans. It's I don't like judging in pre-season because that ain't the team that we'll line up against Kilmarnock when we kick off. Um, but in terms of the new players that I've seen that I thought looked decent, I thought Lammers looked decent. I thought he kind of pressed well up that top line, took his goal well. I thought technically in a ball he looked decent. I felt a wee bit sorry for the boy Seymour up front. He was a bit isolated at times, running after lost causes. He didn't have the best of games, but again, he's up against a class a class team in um, in Newcastle um, and double middle of the park. Thought he was all right, but he's in there with Jack and Lundstrom. Lundstrom for me slows everything down too much. I think Lundstrom will be useful in certain games, maybe away from home in Europe or something when we're more defensive. But at Ibrooks, um, especially when we're in the league, I don't think he'll play for Rangers. I can't see it. Um, don't know what I was really impressed with, Carney. He's not a new signing, but he kind of is a new signing because he came back the tail end of last year. Um, John Suter for me, I thought yeah. he was very good. The way he stepped out for the back line with the ball, confident. For me, he is nailed on now to start beside Connor Goldson because Ben Davies, again, didn't give me confidence. 
when he was on the park. Either did Brian's uh, Brian. I said Brian again. Brian's God pal. Sake, man. Brian, Brian's pal Barisic. I think because I thought thinking about Barisic would have been Ryan, but um, <laughs> no, his pal um, Brian Barisic. Brian Barisic. Brian Barisic. Aye, then he um, cover himself in glory. But no, I thought John Sewer was very good, and for me, he has to start beside Goldson before, unless we bring in a left sided centre half. Uh, I would agree, mate. I think Sutter looked very solid. He really did. I don't think Davis was particularly bad. I do think, however, there's a there's already an opinion of him. There's already a, a, like people have already made up their minds one way or another with, with Davis. I think he is still one of the ones that's probably pipped to go. Um, uh, and I still think we're in the market, even though we'll come on to transfers, we're still going to be in the market for another centre half, no matter about who's coming back, who's fit, etc. But yeah, sure for me, mate. I was very impressed with him. I, I think I have been. I think I've been. I think I've almost been kind of put on the back foot by how much I have been impressed by him since he's since he's came back to fitness. I thought he, I think he's been solid. I think there's obviously going to be a bit of adapting to do for him because even when we lined up um, initially, he played on the right hand side, as you would expect, obviously with Davis being there. But he, he did play on the right hand side, so it's really if they can get him up to speed in order to be the left centre half and he can adjust to being that. I know it sounds like it's all the kind of same thing, but it's still it's still all relevant to make sure that he's comfortable and can perform at his best while he's in that position. But I'm saying, mate, the way we'd bring in the ball out from the back to beat the press, because Newcastle United just pressed constantly. It was just like a, 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 a constant press. They never really stopped. But the way he stepped out a few times, no, I was, I was quite happy. See, mate, as you mentioned, I think it's not really going to be his natural position, the way that, where he was playing there, what, what kind of shoehorning players in I suppose to get minutes and it is all about legs, it is all about minutes just now it's about getting sharpness, you could see that we were quite heavy on our legs Newcastle looked much sharper than we did back in, as you would expect they're a top four, they finished top four in the Premier League last year, so try not to be too over analytical about it but the um, but Wishima and even Lammers mate, I thought they're big boys mate Yeah, I've been saying that um, all pre-season about the signings, look look at the look at the height in terms of all the guys we've brought in are, are over six foot. They're all six foot one plus. The only guy is Cifuentes, who's obviously not in yet, but he's 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 below six foot. But they're, they're all they're all big guys. You can tell. We've said for years, Carney, that we're too lightweight at times, especially in when you're playing these hammer throwers at time in the in the in the league in Scotland. And sometimes when we go into Europe, I think we need to be a bit more physical. And I think Beal's addressed that this season. He's brought guys that are taller, more physical. Even Tav said, I think he's used the phrase "land of the giants" or something. I think when he was yeah, asked, that's right. in, in that's terms said, of I. in terms of we ain't going to be bullied this season. So I'm happy to see that um, we've brought a bit of physicality into the team. Yeah, uh, that's, that's one thing I, I think as well. I think Dow as well. While we're on the new signings. Towards the end of the first half, we get moved further forward a little bit, and I don't think it was by coincidence that we started playing the kind of best football that we'd played. I think he's more of a... I mean, the, he's saying he can play an eight, but I think he's probably a little bit more further forward than an eight, and I think Sifuentes yeah. coming in was probably going to free him up because I know it was Lundstrom and Jack that he was playing alongside with, but he still didn't really... He didn't affect the game... Not that I was expecting. Again, I feel like I'm being over-analytical, but, it, but when... It's when I did notice him playing further forward, we started to play not bad football um, in the first half. From what you've seen of Dow, mate, I still, I still think there's a player there. I still think he could be, he could be important for us, and he could definitely have an impact. 
Yeah, I listening to him before he came, he plays for up the park. I think he plays more for 10, if you want to say, and he can play out wide as well. Um, I think that's where he'll be. We'll see more benefit from him further up the park. It's difficult to judge because, uh, you know, yeah, you know some fans are like, they'll <laughs> write players off instantly. <laughs> We're guilty for that as well sometimes. But yeah. you, see a, you see a player and then you go, oh, Christ. Um, I'm not judging. You know, I, think we'll, I think we'll see more on Saturday. Obviously, he'll come on that, can of, of what the team may look like. But mm-hmm. it was good to see Dill because he's a guy kind of forgotten in amongst all these signings we've, We've signed. He's a, I know he was one of the first signings, but he's a guy kind of forgotten in amongst the fans because he doesn't have maybe a fantastic flair name, if you want to say, because he came from Norwich. But um, yeah, I think he'll play an important part for Rangers in the league probably um, going forward. But again, it'll be interesting to see him um, moving forward, where he actually fits in and what system we're going to play. Because at 4 3 3, whatever we played at the week um, on Tuesday night, can add. I can't see him playing that system going forward with nah. potentially the players he wants to bring in. No, I think there's 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 a, there's avenues to go down there, mate, for sure. Because about talking about do we need two sitting midfielders at Ibrooks when we're playing against Scottish teams? No, we don't. In Europe, things are going to be much different. But I'd expect that's the kind of time when we're in Europe against a a significant team that we would look at playing the kind of 5-3-2 or whatever the way it's going to be. I would imagine he'll look to utilise that. Uh, and there's a lot more games still to come. There's going to be a lot more exper- experimentation for sure. Um, in the second half, mate, we've seen um, every player, I think, that was on the bench. Obviously, McGregor come off to a fantastic ovation, as you would expect, about 35, 37 minutes. And we've seen Butland coming on. Didn't, Butland didn't have much to do, which I probably kind of describes how the second half went. Obviously, Newcastle made a number of changes as well. The boy playing down the left-hand side for them um, in the second half, well, I can't remember his name, but he ripped having the shreds, man, up at two or three times. Right, it's not like, a striker they signed last season for it, 60 million looked, or something. He looked quite young. I don't know who he was. It's shocking that I don't know. It's not. Was he a boy with the white hair? Ah, the white hair. Uh, right. Gordon signed him for Everton. Was it? Ah, he, he looked good, man. He looked very good. They looked quite when he was warming up. The Newcastle fans were kind of making a big deal about him. Um, they were they were kind of singing a song in that to him. So they were they were. But again, when he came on, I thought he was really good. Anyway, back to Rangers things. Obviously, we've seen a number of changes, mate. Um, we've seen Sakala. We've seen Wright. We've seen Matondo. We've seen. Everybody, I've seen Feco, uh, Rice, I can't even remember who else, mate. Scott Hadji. Wright, then Hadji as well, yeah. So, out of the French players, mate, that did come on, um, I will pick out Hadji, mate. I, I do think mm. he looked a lot sharper. I thought he looked a lot more like the kind of Hadji that we're used to seeing. He was playing kind of slightly deeper in that. And Bill was asked about it um, after it about kind of playing him deeper. Is that something you look into? And at the end of the day, Hadji's in a position now where he can move on, he can go and get himself another club, or he can try and find a way to get himself into this team because we've we've went and spent money in a position that he wants to play in, which kinda drops him down the pecking order almost by just almost by the rules of the way the way it goes. The fans are going to expect to see players that we've spent money on. So kind of by default. But as I say, when he came on, mate, I was like, Whoa, there's there's a wee bit of the Yanis Hadji that I remember. I thought he looked looked, looked particularly sharp, mate. Maybe it was the pink boots. Yeah, no, it it, it did look good. He's a, he's a guy that I've said all pre-season I would, I would move on for um, 
depending on what the offer was, I think I've said around about five million or something. But when I seen him come on, he was uh, he was very sharp. He didn't mm-hmm. look like the guy last season who looked like he never seen a football in his life. And <laughs> you thought, where's he going? Is this injury caught up with him? But yeah. he's had a full pre-season under him. And out of the guys that come on, Carney, he was the one guy that really caught my eye. Scotia will be happy to hear that. But he was. I thought he'd come on. He looked bright. He linked up well. He was moving the ball quick. And yeah, because he'll know, Carney, like you said, we've got umpteen players in his position now. So he needs to... He needs to show something to get up that pecking order. And I thought he did, yeah. to be fair, when he came on. I mean, it was only a wee cameo he was on for, so I'm not going to get too overexcited on it. But he did look very bright compared to what he was. And also, the boy, Yef- Yefko, I think we say it, left centre-half when he came yeah. on, huge, big boy. Bad he looked very, com- very comfortable with the ball at his feet. I've seen him before in the B team. Um, I think he can play left-back as well, but uh, I thought he looked very good as well. And he, again, he was physical as well. Big guy, decent with ball, his feet could come out with it. He's another guy that we need players for the, the B team coming through. And he's another one that could he make it? I don't know. But he, from what I've seen of him, he looked handy to have as a squad player at least. Yeah, definitely. Um, I left that the, the, I left Raskin to the end, mate, for a particular reason because I want to kind of put him and Cantwell into the kind of same bracket. When Raskin came on, see the distribution of the ball that he had, the winning the ball back, it was, uh, I just, the more and more I see him, the more and more I'm impressed by him and how much I think that we've got ourselves a, a cracking player here. I think him and Cantwell, mate, it's still very, very clear to me that they are going to be a major part for us being successful next season and um, they're going to be key, mate. I think they're going to be key to our success. Yeah, he was, he was another one that stood out last sort of thumb when he came on the park. I think we're asking as he gets a ball, his head's up and his first thought is yep. moving that ball forward. You'd be talking about Lundstrom, and this isn't bashing Lundstrom. He gets a ball and wants to look about, turn about, and before you know it, the other team's back in their shape and we kind of, we kind of break the lines. And Raskin's completely different. He wants to move the ball forward. He's very good, Raskin. Again, the reason we brought them in in January was to give them five, six months under their belt, pre-season with us, and then hit the ground running. They hit the ground run quicker than I thought when they first came into Rangers. That shows how good they are, but they'll be key for this season. Cantwell as well. He's just, he's got a swagger about him, which I've said this for ages. He's got a swagger about him, which I like. I've seen him hitting um, some challenge with Sky Sports today that he's hitting the crossbar. And he's, I think he hit four four balls off the crossbar to do the joint. He's on the leaderboard, he's joint up the top and his 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 response to it was basically I'm disappointed, I'm better than that. I thought I like that about him. He's just he's <laughs> got a swagger about him, which you need to play for Rangers. So they'll be very important for next season. Not next, sorry, this season coming up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just thought I think you're right, mate. It's just when he came on and you just noticed that he was there. Um he he was very, very good when he came on. But again, he has been away uh, playing with an international team as well, so he's not much of a layoff, maybe his other players, so it's maybe more um more further on, um, in terms of being ready for the for the new season, but I thought he was. I thought he. I thought he did stick out like a lateral thumb. So um, after the game, mate, Bill made comments regarding injuries um, or updates on injuries, and a few of them were, were very positive. So Dessler's initially, obviously, I'd mentioned that he wasn't um, included in the squad, but it just came to choose. Too soon for him, Tuesday did, but he will be involved on Saturday. Lawrence as well, mate, may be involved on Saturday. Um, he said that he's chomping at the bit. 
I bet he might need to hold him back, but he has trained with the team. Uh, and Kmar Roofmate will be involved on Saturday by the looks of it, and it's in good shape. I mean, <laughs> um, I'll wait until I I wait until I see it with my own eyes, of course. Uh, but what would you do? Would you play Roof now, or would you keep him for one game during the season that he'll play? What the one game that he'll score and then get injured? <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's been. On and on and Instagram the whole summer, can he's been winding us all up with all this yeah. pre-season work he's been doing. He's about seeing specialists, so play him. Let's see if we can get at least 20, 30 games out. If we can get 20, 30 games out, come out of this season, half the games we're going to play potentially, that'll do for me because I think he'll contribute, especially if you get Dessers up front and potentially maybe Danilo as well. So we maybe down a peg order come out of, but he's decent to use in certain games. That's how I would use him. So interesting. The one I was interested about was uh, Tom Lawrence because I didn't think we would see him till potentially September, late September. So he's ahead of schedule for me. I'll be delighted to see him in that football park on Saturday, even if he comes on for five minutes, because he's another option. Another guy that kind of gets forgotten about because he's been out for so long. But a guy that can offer something in the team moving forward. So well, it's like the footballing cliche, mate, of it'll be like a new signing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's you look at that midfield now, and obviously potentials of Sefuentes coming in doing it's it's exciting when you look at the top line now and the, the players we potentially could have when we kick off against Kilmarnock because and we should have that because last season you looked at our bench at points and thought nothing really on that and I hate mm-hmm. going on about the other side of the city but I think you've said it as well but they could pull players out and put players in and you didn't notice it and I think this season we're at the point where. We have a squad where we can do that as well. Touch wood, we don't get the injuries we got last season. That's that's the don't only say thing. That. But, don't say things yeah. like that, mate. Come on, don't say things like that. But no, I I, um, I agree, mate. I think the options that were especially in the kind of midfield five, as we're probably going to need to call it, because of the way it's going to kind of move about, is. It's exciting, mate. It is exciting. There's a lot of competition for places, and it's not a bad thing. I still think, obviously, we'll, we'll come on to it very shortly. But there's going to need to be trimming down of the squad. We're not daft. We we have to be able to. We have to start recruiting some money, recouping some money back, um, instead of just spending it all out. We can't afford just to let players to leave for a free all the time. So, as a business, we need to start selling players. Um, but I think that'll come. I do think that'll come. Um, but no, I think the options, mate, are very exciting. I'm excited to see Dessers, mate. I am. I'm, I'm looking forward to. Seeing him. And I'm looking forward to seeing Ruth. Look, as I say, we've said a million times, Kemar Ruth is a fantastic football player. He really is, but he's he's made out of paper mache, man. So we'll just need to wait and see how long Kemar Ruth can stay fit. And I hope I hope he does. I really hope he does because the options we would have then going forward are, forward are brilliant. Uh, he also mentioned King's injury is not as bad uh, as they first feared. They thought it was a break, but it's not. So he'll be four or five weeks before he's back in training. So that's good news. Golden, end of the month, um, will um, hopefully make the start of the season if all things go to plan. And Sterling, um, before the weekend or the start of next week re- um, for him returning to training. And even at the mate, three defenders were looking to to bring back in, maybe not King as much, but Sterling and Goldson coming back into the back line and the potential of one more coming in, it's, that's another area, mate, where you're like, mm, things are things are shaping up nicely there. Yeah, it looks good. Sterling Tav is, is right back. I know Sterling can play other positions as well. Goldson, Suter, Davies, I think we're still looking at our left-sided centre-half to bring in. We've just mentioned the boy, Fekko, I think could be handy as a squad player. And then you've got 
Borner and um, Gilmaz at left back. So it's looking good. Young King for me, it's good to hear he's only five, six weeks away. I would potentially for King when he comes back, maybe loan him out up to Christmas or maybe a, a season-long deal somewhere. But can we though? And I hate to sound like Scotia. Well, here, I know, I know. This is can we? Is this yeah. because of the Scottish. Yeah, Scotch thing. I'm not. I'm not yeah. sure. Scotia, Scotia's the man for that one. Um, I just think he's he'd, he'd be down the pecking order. Balogun, I forgot you mentioned there as well. He's there too yeah. now. So I think he falls down the pecking order. Young King. So interesting to see what we do. Obviously, we've moved on. Um, um, White Mail. He went to Kilmarnock. He's he's left the club yeah. as well. So. We need to trim the squad now, Carney, because I think I was saying the other day, the European squad, they're top heavy. There's going to be guys we'll have to leave out. Like decent names, I'm saying, we'll have to leave out unless we move players on. So I think we'll be looking to move players on before other players come in. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think there's potentially another. There'll be. We'll just come to them very shortly, but there'll be two that I think is definitely going to happen and the rest is going to, I think, it will be determined on how many people actually leave actually um actually move on um before we do move on quickly mate um Yilmaz has to get his chance now doesn't he look and I know it's the first game of pre-season I don't want to slate Borna at all I really don't because I, I don't like doing that he wasn't they didn't look particularly sharp but again it's it is quite early but I thought Yilmaz when he came on as well I thought he made an impact mate I would I think it's time I think it's time for Yilmaz to get a run in the team and if it's not good enough Borna can Borna can come back in, I get that. But I think uh, I think Yilmaz deserves the chance now. Yeah, the Borna wasn't too clever on, on Tuesday night. It is the first game back, so I'm not going to go over the top on him. I know yeah. Ryan didn't rate him, but Ryan doesn't rate him anyway. So, Ryan doesn't rate uh, anybody. <laughs> no, he doesn't rate Barisic anyway. So, no. Um, the, the moth will be coming for Ryan. Don't yeah, you worry. But, um, you. but no, uh, Yilmaz has got to start. As much as some people may be thinking, he kind of divides his support. I think Yilmaz, I think a lot of folk are like, no, give him a chance. And I think some Rangers fans have kind of, maybe they don't think he's quite there, if you want to say. He's quite he's quite small. But for me, I've seen enough of him in the last couple of games of um, last season. I know a lot of my dead rubbers to, get to give him that chance going forward this season. And if he's not good enough, then Barisic is there to bring in. But you've got to give the guy a chance for me. We've spent... Decent money on him, reportedly yeah. four or five million euros, whatever it was, on him. Touted as one of the up and coming left backs in Turkey as well. So he's came, he's came for a big team over there. So yeah, for me, Yelmaz starts um, the beginning of the season, and I'd like to see him start on Saturday. Yeah, so would I, mate. Yeah, so would I. I agree. Uh, before we go any further, it's Manscaped promotion time. So, time for a word from our sponsors. If you haven't already or haven't heard already, it's Smooth Sack Summer. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you're escaped from pubes to bum. That's right, this is the summer to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscaped. The leaders in below the waist grooming are making sure we have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh. Dive headfirst into Smooth Sack Summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with our code CLUB at 22. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare that summer bod. They have built the ultimate grooming bundle for your summer grooming. 
Now that you have the perfect haircut, use Manscaped's liquid formulations to keep that freshness. Most importantly, use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant to stay cool in the heat. That's Scotia's favourite. With a soothing, soothing aloe vera formula, it's the best in the business for below-the-waist freshness. And this clear-drying formula will keep you looking good while smelling good. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com it's smooth sack summer boys get on board or get left behind what will your balls do Ali? they will thank you they will thank you your balls will definitely thank you thank you to Manscaped for their continued support of the podcast very much appreciated to them and they'll continue into the 23-24 season with us and if you use our code you're supporting our podcast and generally I say it all the time I'm not just saying it because the sponsors their stuff is genuinely brilliant <laughs> like it is genuinely brilliant I absolutely love the stuff so as I said I said before I didn't realise I needed bald deodorant in my life mate I didn't know that was a thing and as soon as I got it I was like oh, okay try it and now I'm like every time I run out I'm like oh, I need to get more of that I need to get more of that <laughs> um, but no thank you to Manscaped um, right back into Ranger stuff mate um, we'll we'll move on to the Suppose the transfers, mate. I think that's probably where we're, where we're next at. And I'll start with Mayo because you did mention him, mate. He's moved to Kamarnock on a three-year deal for an undisclosed fee that we'll find out very soon as soon as it's on transfer market. Any shock in that for you, um, him moving on? He says 23 now. He's probably wanting first-team football. Is there any real shock in Mayo moving? Nah, he's one of a number of guys on the at that age, Carney, that need to be moved on, unfortunately, because... Um, for his own sake as well, he's obviously played at Kilmarnock last season. I think he, I thought he'd done quite well at Kilmarnock last season. Well, he must have done because they've come in and um, paid some money for him and brought him back in a three-year contract. So it's good to see him get a move to a, a decent club at Kilmarnock as well. But there's players round about his level to we need to move off the books, I think. Um, we've moved a few players on loan. One of the boys went to Thistle the other week. Uh, I forgot his name. Played at a broth a couple of seasons ago for us, but he's been moved out of there. But aye, we need to, we need to trim the squad and, and guys like Mayo at twenty three needs to be moved on. Unfortunately, I don't think we get very much money for him. To be honest, <laughs> an undisclosed <No>. fee. I think. <laughs> um, but good luck to him at Kilmarnock anyway. So I think he, I thought he was a decent player when I seen him in the B team years ago. Yeah. Can he stood out? He looked he looked a lot bigger yeah. than a lot of the guys in the park, but. Ultimately, these guys, they get to a point and they're not good enough, unfortunately, and we need to move them on. No, I agree, mate. I think it's um, they're not always going to work out. That's the thing. I think sometimes we can get blindsided by it and think that every player that comes through the year... Ben Williamson. Is, there we go. Thank you, Caroline. <laughs> ben Williamson. Well done. At least somebody pays attention, mate, because we, <laughs> us do, we definitely don't. Um, I was, I was like, as you said, I was going... Ben, yeah. I'm sure his name is Ben. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't remember his second name. Anyway, um, but no, not every player that comes through the, the ranks is gonna is gonna end up being a success. It's it's not possible for it to be like that. Um I do still think there's work that Rangers could do in order to give the players more chance. But Mayo was one that, as you say, we seen him at the the we at CRB team game, mate, and I was like, Big boy looks ready. He looked ready, but I think it was his physical size as well compared to the others. He, his body was ready um, to move to make the step. And look, I, I'm never going to criticise a player that says to a manager, "I want to leave because I want to go and play football." Fair enough to you, honestly. Fair enough. You can't you can't stand in somebody's way if he wants to 
to go try and develop himself, and I'd imagine the door's always the door's always open there for him to to make a return. Should should things go that way for him, or should that um, should he, he kind of kick on and have a good career? But yeah, good luck to him. Um, absolutely good luck to him. Just let's hope he's not great when he plays against us. That would be that would be tremendous. Uh, in terms of transfers, in mate, Bill has said that he definitely wants the business done before the Commander game. Um, at the start of the season um, he said we are ahead of schedule uh, and we'll see more ins and outs in the coming days so Fuentes mate was one that we've, we've mentioned earlier As a play, he said he's a player that we like we're hoping the deal can be moved on to happen now but a Bosman has agreed so at the very least he will be here in January I am uh, thank you John mate really do appreciate that thank you very much appreciated mate um, really do appreciate it um, I would imagine mate that this one's closer than he's letting on because I don't see the benefit for anyone for that player to remain at that club until uh, December um, or January or whatever it may be. Um, I don't think I don't think any party um, any party gets a benefit from it. So I would imagine that one is very close, especially if he's now admitted that the Bosman is signed at least. Yeah, I expect that to be done the next. I th- I think that'll be done before we kick off against Kilmarnock, can't it? And the good the good thing about Sofrentes is he's been playing football in the MLS at the moment, so he's up to speed. He can come yeah. in and, and play the team straight away. So as soon as ever he needs a pre-season under him, and so he's, he's ready to go. I don't think Los Angeles and Rangers will be too far away. I think reportedly they were looking for two million and Rangers were offering a million. million, so they're, they're yeah. not far away. So yeah. they'll um, they'll come to some sort of agreement because again, Los Angeles probably won't want to lose him for nothing when they know he's going for nothing in December. So they'll take something. He is one of their better players looking mm-hmm. at their kind of their team. But yeah, I expect Rangers to get that deal done, Carney, and he'll be in before the start of the season. Yeah, I very much think so as well, mate, the way it's looking. Um, we'll move on to Danilo, mate. Um, he said it's a player that we also like, but it's not the only forward that we are talking to. And then I think the day after, according to Dutch press, there's €6 million Euros has been bid by Rangers. And there's now also reports that Danilo has told his, his club that he does he wants to leave. He doesn't want to doesn't want to be there now going forward. Uh, another one, mate, that I think is probably closer than Beals maybe letting on. Uh, but I'm not going to lie, mate, this one, that this one excites me quite a lot. I think Bill's trying to put people off by saying that his name was leaked and whatever else and people are talking about it more. Well, that's because we're going to spend €6 million Euros on a player, mate. We don't do that very often. Yeah, and thanks to Brian for the super sticker as well. Cheers, Brian. Thanks, mate. Um, aye, this is, um, this is it's similar to, I think I said the other week, it's similar to the Dessers one. It's rumbling and rumbling and you like to think it's going to work. We're getting closer and closer to an agreement. It's... Um, Danilo, it's, I, I honestly thought at the beginning it was either Dessers or Danilo. And when we got Same. Dessers, I thought that was Danilo out of the equation. Mm-hmm. And then it came back saying, no, we're still interested. I think Beal saying, we're talking to other strikers is a way of saying to Farnold, look, let's... Pull your finger out. <laughs> basically, yes. Yeah, pull your finger out. I don't yeah. think we are talking to any other strikers. We might have people in the background we may approach after, but I'd be very surprised if we're talking to other strikers as well. I think he's the guy we want, Carney. He wants to leave Farnard. He's down the pecking order at Farnard. So it makes sense for both parties to to make this deal happen. Good age. I'm excited about him. I know he's folk get excited because he's Brazilian. He's called Danilo and <laughs> not yes. all Brazilian. Not yes. all, I know. But not all as we've been as we've been told, not all Brazilian players are brilliant. I mean, we've had a few <laughs> Emilson Cramari, I'll just bring you back yeah. to those the band yeah, that's, angles. But, um, it's a bit of a clang, yeah. 
Yeah, so um, if he comes in, can he? I was speaking to Stuart Work today, and if he comes in for a portable, let's throw it out, he comes in for six million, for instance, right? Between him, Dessers, and Lammers, we've spent reportedly close to 13, 14 million in the top That's line, which, which it was needed done because that was the most important part of the park for us in terms of last season. We couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And it just shows the board have backed Michael Beal big style this summer. So Michael Beal, I think, has been given all the tools with the Rangers board and it's up to him. But um, they've spent more than what I thought Rangers because we've not brought much in apart from Cholak so far. So I'm impressed with um, what we've been spending, especially for a, for a skinny club. Yeah, I've not got any money, mate. No, I know. We're, we're brooked, mate. Uh, we're, we're, we're taking loans and all sorts to pay for us and whatever else you want to believe um, from that lot. But the... Uh, you're right, mate. It was it was crucial. It was crucial for us to invest in the, the front line because of who who left. And I'm so glad that it's happened. Look, the Nilo is one, and I, I, it's not just because he's a Brazilian forward, but I, I, I have seen him. I, I, I have seen him play, and I like him. I do really like him. I think he would do a fantastic job for us. I really do. And just having him and Dessers to be able to have, be available to play as a kind of two up top. That's that's. I'm very excited about it. Generally, very very excited about it. I think that's um, something really to look forward. To. Should the, should the deal go ahead? I think I think. The way it's looking from the reports and the people that I believe in, I think it will happen. Uh, I think the the clubs are in very much open communication. I've seen a few people in the chat just there saying the bid's been rejected again. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure if that's sure. I've not been on to have a look, but even if it, even if it was rejected, I, I still see Rangers going back in. Um, there will be negotiations happening, especially if Danilo has said that he wants to leave. He might not have come out and said fully that he wants to go to Rangers, um, but I, th- I think it's clear that. The, the business is there to be done, the deal is there to be done and I, I would expect it to maybe run on a wee bit longer, as you say, you've got to be patient sometimes um, in these things that you, you have to you have to be patient for it in order to happen but I'm still quite confident of that one that one coming over the line because um, as you said mate, we've not, there's no other real striker that we're really getting strongly linked with, it is purely just him um, in terms of outs mate Kamara looks like he's definitely for the off mate, um, he's been pretty much told that there's no guarantee of him getting game time. Reportedly, he's been. Bill says he's been ill and he's now back, um, back with the squad. But it's going to give him a chance. The day off that they had was going to give him a chance. I think it was yesterday or Wednesday. It was going to give him time to make a decision, have conversations with who he had to have conversations with. But Leeds look like the top runner, mate. Somewhere between four and five million, considering how the deals, um, the deal's going to be structured and whatever report you want to believe. Leeds probably not a bad move for him. Yeah. Leeds in the, the championship will be expected to bounce back up for that championship back into the Premier League. So that's a good move for Kamara. Kamara's a good football player. I think some people forget that just because he was um he kind of fell off a cliff with us. But if we can get four to five million pounds for him, I think that's a good bit of business for us. For my yeah. guy, yes, he has two years left, yes, he's a finish internationalist, but We've made it clear that we don't want Kamara, so teams aren't going to give you top dollar for him. But I think five million is decent. Five million for a team like Leeds with a parachute payments in that championship isn't very much for them. I think he would slot in nicely in that championship down there. I think he would do a job for Leeds down there. So, aye, good luck to him. But he's he's winning any can. He's got right the other one. Obviously, reportedly way to Turkey to talk to them. We need to just we need to trim the squad because these players. 
aren't going to get game time and we need to bring money in. So, um, yeah, aye, good luck to Kamara. He's, he did well for Rangers for £50,000. He did well. Very good couple of seasons, good in Europe. But, aye, again, another player I wish well, but another player that has to go in terms of trimming the squad. Yeah, Scott Wright's the other one, mate, that looks like he's been pretty much told as well that he can't be guaranteed game time and he's holding talks, or he was he was holding talks with a Turkish team that I have never heard of. Um, I think they were newly promoted, I think, um, so I've never heard of them. Scott Wright's another one, mate. I, I don't... I can never be angry at a player for having a lack of ability, mate. And Scott Wright had a lot of things working for him, but the thing that always let him down more, more often than not was end product, mate. Uh, I know he scored, he scored important goals for us. He was involved in important goals for us, but it's just another one that I think he's, his times kind of naturally came to an end at the club. And the, the, the system that I think we're going to be moving into with Bill, I just don't really think there's a place for him anymore. Yeah. I like Scott Wright. I thought as an impact player, Scott Wright was decent. He could he could look like a world beater at times, Scott. Right when he mm-hmm. caught the bomb, he, could, he I liked him because he got a head up and he drove the ball and he was direct and wanted to take players on. I agree, his end product wasn't great at times. Didn't he score many goals? Did score that goal in the, the Scottish Cup final, which was a fantastic strike. But his end product wasn't quite there, to be honest. And if we want to go to the next stage, which we always say every season, I'm going to kick off. Players like Scott Wright, unfortunately, need to be moved on because we need to bring better players and upgrading Scott Wright. So, again, another player that I wish well. I think he'll do well wherever he goes. Uh, Turkey's a kind of strange one because you see players go out there and they only last a year. I thought he might. I thought he might go somewhere like the English Championship because I think he could do well down there. But I mm-hmm. good luck to him. But again, another player we need to shave off the wage bill. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just a, it's a shame it's not really worked out for him. But I think more so because of the the changing system that I think we're not going. To, doesn't look like we're going to have out and out wingers um, anymore. It looks like well, that that kind of system's gone under Bill for now anyway. So I, I don't think he's um, I don't think he's going to be he's going to be here next season. But good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to him. Um, just quickly, mate. Sakala still doesn't know the offside rule, mate. Like, can we sell him? Can we? Can we? No, because I like the song, can we? So he's <laughs> staying. Uh, I don't know what's happened with Sakala. That kind of Saudi one's kind of falling away in the background yeah, now, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. it's out all the ones that were kind of concrete. Kamara, Scott Wright, kind of look like something's happened there. The Sakala one's kind of drifted away back again, this Saudi one. So interesting to see what happens with him. <laughs> I still think he's an option, Carney off the Dano, you can't go on, but I still think he's an option because he's that much a curveball. When but, he came uh, on, though, right? Even when he came on, and I know it's the first game of the season, but he'd done everything that he was doing last season. Did everything that annoyed no, me, he was still doing. You can't, well, you being can't o- train him. Being offside twice, right? And not just offside. Like, the first one he was offside by about three yards. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? Generally, what are you doing? And then one when he was out on the left-hand side as well, and he just runs out the park with the ball. You're like, ah, yeah, of course, yes, of course. But no, I think... But he's another one that I think... Where, where does he fit? Where does he fit within the team? Because I don't think we're going for these out-and-out strikers. And maybe he's looking at him to a possibility of playing a kind of false... A kind of... Uh, like a, I don't even know what you call them, like a 10, like an advanced 10 or whatever it is, a kind of false nine striker thing. I don't know, just behind a, a kind of a focused a number nine striker. But 
I, I just don't really see the place for him. I don't. I think of everybody that we brought in, we brought in improvements, and we can get if we can get any sort of money back for him, um, money for him. Even I would, I would be, I would be looking to move him on. But yeah, sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. Fashion Sakala bashing now it's probably not not fair on him. Uh, we'll move on, mate, to the the release of the the third kit. Uh, eagle-eyed viewers will have seen mine is already sitting behind me um, tonight. I absolutely love this top. I cannot remember seeing a top come out by Rangers in I don't know how many years now when I looked at it and I went, that is a thing of absolute beauty. It is obviously a hat back to the 93-94 um, season with the kind of orange and blue. It's full blue on the back, um, but I, I, I like it. I have got it. And all I will say, mate, is cast all know exactly what they are doing. However, I do think this home top, the away top, and this third top makes the best three that they've done. Maybe last year's home top. I think that was quite good as well. Before, Sorry, mate. I think that was quite nice as well, but it was still a wee bit too overcomplicated than it, than it needs to be. Whereas I think these three are, I think they're spot on. Yeah, they've upped their game this season. Castor with the three tops of Brow. I think I, I like the home top. I think it's sim- I, you can't do much with the home top for me. It's blue and that's it. There's not much you can do with it. The away top, when I went and physically seen it in the store, I thought, you know, I like that. And then when I seen the rumours of the top behind you, Carney, coming out, I mean, yeah. Duncan Ferguson's a guy that I always think of when I, I see that top um, when he played for Angels, but... It, yeah, it looks it looks a belter that one. I know it's, it's some people saying they would have rather the stripes went around the back as well rather than just the old blue in the back. But no, I I like it. I think it's a slightly modern twist on on that older one we had way way back then. But I mean, you you're just a bit older. I don't here, want to be uh, like this as if I'm showcasing it, but I do really like it. So it's like nice. It's I like I like the badge in the middle as well. I think that's yeah, a bit different. Facts, I think it's I yeah. think it's done so well, mate. I do. I think it's, I, I, I think it's lovely. I think they'll sell buckets of that top oh, from the reaction on um, Twitter. Folk are loving it. Usually tops kind of separate Rangers fans at times, but this one, I think we're all behind it. It's um, it's one I'll be going to the club shop next week, can I, to have a look and no doubt we're purchasing it for um, our trip to Germany next week. So, um, no, I think it's a belter and um, I'm sure I will see lots of them on Saturday when I'm at Ibrooks. Yeah, I think you might. Probably, possibly on me, mate, as well. I might wear it tomorrow or I might keep it for Germany. I'm not sure. Uh, I did a QA and uh, I did a, um, a poll, sorry, in the, the live chat tonight um, via YouTube. Uh, and I asked, uh, are this season's three kits from Castor uh, the best that they've produced so far for us? 117 votes, 91% are saying yes and 9% are saying no. I'm interested to see the nine percent what they would think I've been better but I think generally I think these three I think they've knocked it out of the park but these three I really do I think that I think every single one of them's a nailer I never ever go and buy every top that's released literally the day or the day after it's always a home top no matter what I will the away top and the third top I'll usually leave a wee bit as soon as these have come out I was like I'm going to get that and same as that today I was like I'm going to get that today as soon as I finish work I was like I'm going to get that I have to go and get it uh, I absolutely love it I think they've done they've done themselves wonders mate and I think people might be kind of thinking maybe we should keep Castor on because they might look there's a lot of retro kits and it's a thing just now with retro kits that Everybody wants one. Everybody wants it to look that kind of wee bit retro. And with that, I mean, it's a hat back to one of the best ones I think we've probably ever had in terms of being a retro kit and not a home top. 
I think it's a I think it's an absolute beauty. I absolutely love it. So yeah, it will definitely be coming to Germany with me, that's for sure. Uh right, mate, we'll move on to the next preseason friendly. Rangers v Hamburg FC C V even at Ibrox 3 p.m. 3 p.m. kickoff on a Saturday, mate, as football is meant to be. Uh, since dropping out of the Bundesliga, mate, um, they've dropped into the Bundesliga too. In the 17-18 season, they have not quite managed to get back to the top flight, mate. They finished third in the league uh, for the second year in a row uh, in the season just gone by. Uh, the clubs and the fans, mate, have always had a good relationship and it is good to see the club arranging this as a friendly. Hopefully they do next season, next seasons in uh, Germany. That would be that would be brilliant and a great trip. But what are you expecting, mate? As I say, I think my thoughts are... Against Newcastle, we're against a quality side, and I know it's pre-season. Hamburg are by no means as good as what Newcastle are. I expect us to be more competitive to a sense, but I almost I expect Rangers to probably dominate the ball a lot more. Yeah, Ham- Hamburg um, obviously aren't in the, the top flight in the Bundesliga, but they're, um, they'll still be a decent team, Hamburg. I think they got to the, the playoffs um, there and get, and get put out in the playoffs to try and get automatic promotion but I think they'll be a de- all German teams are a decent test to be honest I think they will but we should be looking to, to beat them at Ibrox I think we're the, we're the better team out of the two of them I would say yes we should be dominating the ball at Ibrox I think you'll see um, we'll see more of the ball on Saturday than what we did against Newcastle Newcastle in the first half we were chasing shadows for large points of that game I think it, I think it'll be roles reversed for, for them Saturday I think we'll see a lot of the ball on Saturday and I'm looking forward to it. I looked at the the tickets selling on last week. I was looking at it, and it I was it was only maybe about thirty thousand. I had a wee look um, just before we come on tonight, Carney, and most of them are selling now. There was a, quite a lot left in the club deck, but most of them are going now. So it's going to be a, a very good crowd. They'll bring a good crowd. I think there's a thing at Edmondson House tonight, a kind of fan party type thing to welcome the yeah. Hamburg fans at Edmondson House tonight. Yeah. So that will be interesting to see how that goes. But no, looking forward to it. Like you say, it's a three o'clock, it's a Saturday, it's um, a couple of beers, and um, the only downside is the weather looks like it's the pish we're in tomorrow. I know. <laughs> Technical, mate. We can't have yeah. it all, though. Typical, it's our, our first kind of arranged day that we're all like, right, Saturday, three o'clock, we'll go for beers and that, because it's weird, mate, it gets to summer, we hardly see each other, we, only, we see each other in the pod, but after that, I hardly really see you. Um, and obviously, the last time we had a drink was the wee man's birthday, but... Uh, the yeah, as you say, as soon as I see the weather, I was like, of course, <laughs> of course, it's the rain all day. Why would it not rain all day? But no, either of that, me, I won't be put off by the weather. That's for sure. I'm looking forward to the day. And I say I'm looking forward to um, seeing Rangers and I'm more more dominating on the ball. Um, I expect us, I expect us to hopefully score a few goals. That's what you want to see in pre-season. Get players' confidence going as much as much as you possibly can. Um, and again, it's interesting to see that we might see Dessers, we might see uh, Roof, and we might see Lawrence as well returning, which I think fantastic news for the squad and for the fans. Um, so what I'm going to do, mate, and I know this is ridiculous because it's a pre-season friendly, take a stab at trying to pick a starting 11. What do you think the starting 11 will be tomorrow? I mean, there's what, what I, there's there's what I'd pick, and there's what I think Michael Beal will pick. Right, okay. I think, well. I think Michael Beal will go with. Oh God, you could go ahead and here. I'd be surprised. He'll play Butland. Type. Butland will start. Oh, Butland's Butland's. Well, agree. Great. What we'll do is we'll agree. we we'll agree on eleven, right? So Butland yeah. will start. Butland will start. Tav will start. Yes. 
or Goldson's not back. It'll be Suter, Ben Davies, Yilmaz, mm-hmm. Raskin, mm-hmm. Jack, mm-hmm. Cantwell, Seema, Dessers, and um, Lammers. That's okay. what I think you'll potentially start with. I think, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you may be right. The only thing I can see maybe different is possibly Raskin Dow and Cantwell and not play Jack or Lund- not play Jack or Lundstrom. Look, this is impossible because we don't know where anybody is really in pre-season, so we were completely wrong. But I, yeah, I don't think you'd be far wrong with that. I don't think you'd be far wrong with that. He might start Balligan. He might start. He might start. Yeah, no, he over, might. Maybe yeah. over Davis, um, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There's a chance that he might start Balogun over Davis, and um, we need to wait and see. Uh, give me a score prediction as well. We might as well. We'll always get it wrong anyway, so it makes no difference if we get us wrong. I'm going to go three-one Rangers. First three. goal scorer. First goal scorer will be Cantwell. 3-1. I'll say Rangers will keep a clean sheet. I'll go 2-0 to Rangers and I'll say Dessers to get a goal. First, the first goal on his, his first chance, first goal. Boom. Hit the ground running. Start as you mean to go on. <laughs> That's what I'll go for that. But no, as I say, I'm looking forward to it. As I say, as much as you can, we're pre-season friendly. I'm looking forward to it. As I say, Saturday at 3 o'clock, just everything's right in the world when you're going to Ibrox at 3 o'clock on a Saturday. It really is. So that will do us um, for tonight, mate. Ali, um, thank you very much. Oh, quickly before I go, actually, um, we are going, as we've mentioned it a few times, we are going to Germany next week. Yeah. We leave on the Friday, so next Friday, I don't there won't be a podcast. There won't be a live podcast, especially not on Friday. I don't know if we're going to move things about. Keep an eye on our socials and on our YouTube channel. I'll let you know for sure what we're going to do once I speak to the guys probably tomorrow over a beer about what we're going to do. But uh, next Friday night, there definitely won't be a podcast because it would just be Scotia probably sitting here himself trying to do everything. And I think that's a wee bit unfair on him because Scotia's not, Scotia's unfortunately not coming with us. So yeah, unfortunately we are going to Germany. So next Friday there won't be a club live. Uh, but there's been one the whole way through the summer so you can't really complain too much uh, but yeah we definitely definitely will be here next Friday so yes Ali I will uh, see you tomorrow mate thanks for tonight yeah if, if we'd done a, a club live next Friday Carney that could get us taken off air we can't do that after a couple of <laughs> couple of babies and the beers out in Germany so uh, no that will not be happening I'm looking forward to that trip that's um, that's one we booked a wee while ago now Carney and it's, it's nearly here I've printed off my ticket for um, obviously the the Hoffenheim Stadium, whatever it's called, we're going to. So, looking forward to it. But no, tomorrow, three o'clock, as you say, Carney. The rain's not going to ruin it for me tomorrow. Rangers are there. It's three o'clock. We can have a few beers together and a match reaction as well. It will be, I think it's our first match reaction together in the Viceroy or wherever we do it um, since last season. It will, it will be, I think so. Well, it will be. Of course it will be. What, yeah. kind, of, what kind of hangs that to say? Well, because we <laughs> played in Newcastle. Played in Newcastle on Tuesday. Aye, aye, obviously, you, you were considerably sauced. Not as sauced as Fraser. Mind you, I will give you that. But yeah. You were considerably so- sauced and I was I was on my way home. But yeah, it will be. Um, it will be our, um, our first one there. together. Our first one together. Well, 
Scotia will be there, but it all depends on what Scotia is there. Let's be honest about that. Uh, so, yes, thank you, everybody, in the chat. Um, I really do appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. If you could do me a favour and like the video, subscribe to the channel um, as well. That would very much appreciate Help us push to get 5,000 because we've, well, we're not too far away. We're not too far away. That's the target for this season. So, hopefully, hopefully we manage to get there. But, yes, we will be back tomorrow. We'll bring you some form of reaction after the game once we get back to the pub. So, until then, if you're going to the game, enjoy the game. If you're watching it on the telly, also enjoy it. And we'll speak to you tomorrow after uh, after full time. So we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody.